Hey everybody, welcome back in to Pritches Get Stitches. Glad you found us. Uh, thanks for being in with us today. Uh, Holly, how you doing? I'm doing okay. It's been a decent week without a lot of pants wearing. Oh, geez. Um, my back is feeling okay from the injections yesterday still, so those are still good. So Yeah, side note, had to take you to another doctor's appointment. I know, man. And then you'll have to take me in two weeks when they do the ablation, and then oh, hopefully geez. no more on my back. Oh, let's hope. Let's hope. Hey, Boy, so Holly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fingers crossed that I don't have to take you anymore. So Holly, we've uh, it kind of changed up the show a little bit today. You know, we have. And uh, just listening to some of feedback that we've had from like friends and family. And um, right now, those are our main listening base. Um, you know, what's crazy? Found- Real quick, what's crazy is we have we have seven, well, two, we have six brothers and sisters and we have, you know, 85 nephews and nieces. I don't even know. Um, but it doesn't add up. The, you know, the, the numbers don't add up. There's a lot less uh, subscribers than there are even members of our family. I know. We're going to have to get on that. I might have to send out a uh, social media message to all the family. Oh, it's never happening then. I know. You know, social media and I, that's hard for me. But anyway, so changes, you know, listening to the feedback that we got, uh, what we kind of found is people don't really like the shows where we do one topic for the whole show. Yeah, me neither. Uh, Yeah. So they, it's like, hey, like, I don't have a problem making friends, so I'm not going to listen to that episode. And we're trying to get as many listens and likes and subscribes so what we've decided to do, instead of doing a top, one topic for the whole show, we'll kind of just discuss random topics. And then every once in a while, we'll have a guest on. So today, our first guest is our, is our nephew, Riley. Hey. How you doing? And me. Well, it's technically our second guest. First guest just had a little, little segment. True, segment. But I mean like our, our guest first, full, full, first show. full show guest. So what gotcha. we're going to do is we brought Riley on for a specific reason that we'll talk about later. But he's also going to just kind of participate in the show, and we're going to see how the format goes. So we're kind of swinging, or what's the shooting from the hip to see how this there you goes? Go. Swinging for the fences too. There you go. Or we're so, swinging, swinging for the hips. I don't know, one of the two. I don't know either. But we're gonna we're gonna try it out and see how it goes. All right, good, good. Oh, it's exciting. So Riley, welcome, man, man. Glad to have you. Yeah, it's uh, it's good to be here. To be honest with you guys, it's uh, it's fun. It's fun. I, got, I got to be honest, man. I haven't seen you for years. Yeah, you know, I've been kind of hiding out. You know what I mean? Kind of going coast to coast. But yeah, you're... it's. Uh, I was just saying it. It's been good. I just need to. Uh, I just need to get around. It just kind of sucks that uh, my family's so big. It's spread out all across the U.S. You know, I feel like if you do a road trip to visit all the family, you might as well hit all fifty states while you're at it. So that's true. I, I true. think everybody is. Uh, well, I guess I guess Bryn just moved over to Ohio or something like that. But the rest of us are all, you know. Well, Hillary's Michigan. So if oh, yeah, you're Michigan. in Ohio, then you could hit Hillary in Michigan. I think that's the furthest east though, Probably. and north. I guess the furthest north yeah. can't go much more north than Michigan. Nah, not at all. They are they are right there. I wonder if they're getting any of that smoke that New York is getting though, because uh, I know the the past couple of years I've been out here in eastern Washington, the wildfires have been pretty bad, and it it looks kind of Mad Maxy or Doomsday. The weather, everything is an orange glow, and yeah. I see pictures over there, the skyscrapers, and it looks pretty uh, eerie. That's but, how it was when I was in Utah, though. We'd get in the all of the smoke from everywhere around. Mm-hmm. It's like my asthma would be crazy. So yeah. I will say, I'm thankful we haven't had that here yet. Does it sure. get like that down here, Scott? Smoky. Like, yeah, like wildfire. They don't. Uh, we I mean, don't usually they get... have wildfire fires, but not usually around here, right? No, like a couple years ago, um, we had there was some like in Kansas or something, and it blew down, um, and so it got pretty smoky, and the sky was crazy. Um, but it doesn't really. I, I think you remember the the one with like from the Sahara Desert, like the cloud that moves. You guys heard of that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we had we had that one time. Um, but I don't, I don't know of too many wildfires that, that happen around here. Uh, do you remember the ones on Fort Hood? Like, I think it was eighth grade. Yeah. Eighth grade, no joke. Those. It was, it was, uh, it was crazy. Like the whole of Fort Hood caught fire. And then I was actually playing at a soccer game. 
you remember it was it was record setting uh temperatures too from all the fires it was 102 degrees in february in yeah, february and i i yeah. had to i was playing at a soccer game i played goalie and dad remember usually you and dad went to my games mom would go every once in a while but i can remember dad coming up to me because i had forgotten my asthma inhaler and i start talking to him and he can hear me like i can't breathe like the way i sounded coach was pissed because he went over and said, Hey, I'm pulling her. Like I'm taking her home. She's out in this. She can't breathe. I can hear her breathing. Like she's leaving. And I was varsity goalie and their coach or coach was just pissed. But dad's like, sorry, my kid, my my kid more than it's your goalie. Sorry. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hey, so uh, real quick, um, you guys probably see, I've got, I've got, uh, you know, homeowner owner things going on today. I've got, uh, we, we had to get new cameras, Well, we didn't have to, but uh, the Vivint guys rang our doorbell. And anytime the Vivint guys ring our doorbell, we always give them the time of day because we've been with Vivint for a long time. And uh, they're like, hey, you need new cameras. And so a couple, I don't know, maybe four weeks ago, five weeks ago, we had a, a rash of break-ins through our neighborhood, people breaking into uh, cars. Is it that long ago? Yeah, it's about four weeks ago, I guess, five weeks. I don't know. Wow. You know, I look at our camera and it's, I'm like, you can't even like make the dude's face out. Like, and I realized our cameras are probably like seven years old, like the outdoor cameras. So they knocked on our door. They're like, it was kind of convenient because I just, you know, you know, if you know how Vivint works, you you pay off. It's like it's kind of like a phone. You pay off the, the equipment over a certain time. And I just got the email like a week ago, like, hey, everything's paid off. And then they ring my doorbell. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, I need a new outdoor camera. So I got the guy out here working. Uh, I said, hey, man, I'm, I'm recording this podcast. If you don't mind being in the background, he's like, that's cool. So maybe I'll, I'll shoot him a text with our uh, with our podcast name so he can watch and listen and see himself in the background. There you go. That's your uh, your fourth uh, your fourth guest or your third yeah. guest, I guess. Third guest. Well, I mean, we it, you know we always have cameos by my kids because they can't seem like hey we're recording and they can't seem to not go across the back back door. There. But you know that's how it is with kids. You know when when you tell them not to do something, you know it's hard for them to uh to not do that. Yeah. So I'm I'm sweating like a freaking pig over here. Um, just so you guys know, I got my sweat rag. I just I just realized I did that, so and that was probably like not even a good idea. Um, the preacher red going on. I know, dude. It's <laughs> listen, my you know, it's so hot here. And my kids and my wife are like, you know, it's like I keep my house at like 75 and they're like, it's so cold. Like we have to wear a blanket in the house. I'm like, guys, I'm like sweating. And so I had to, you know, I got outvoted five to one. And so I had to raise raise the temperature. And Holly walked in and was like, uh, this ain't gonna work. Yeah, my house is like 67 degrees all day long. So I walk in here, I'm like insta sweat. Like, what is happening? I can't record in these conditions. Exactly. What's it like up there, man? In Washington, where what's it like? up here? It's uh, I mean, pretty huge. It's uh, it's sixty six oh, and I it's raining. You. So I hate it's ninety here right now, rough. It yeah, was ninety before 90. noon. <laughs> it doesn't get into the nineties until like uh, late July, early August, and then by the time September comes around, we're uh, we're getting little flurries going. So not too it bad. Is, it's nasty out there right now. And uh, anyway, so I actually went and rode. I did some exercise today. I went and rode my bike, and that was the other reason. Like my body is still like probably trying to cool down from that. But anyway, so Holly, I was uh, wondering if you found spotted dick yet. I did not find spotted dick. Hey, Riley, this is the section where we go, uh, what are we eating? And yeah. I don't know if you've ever heard of spotted dick before. Have you ever heard of that? I heard of the food. I've, I've seen it. Uh, I don't know if I've seen it in person, but I know it comes in a can. And uh, it's, it, isn't it a food that it. people overseas enjoy, like over in the UK? Yeah. They eat it with their beans and toast. I have no yeah, idea what they been, eat it with. We've been trying, we've been trying to find it everywhere and we can't. Yes, I cannot find spotted dick. So, uh, and Holly doesn't want spotted dick anywhere in or around her mouth. So, <laughs> so I'm, we're still like, so Holly was supposed to go to HEB 
uh, shout out to HEB. Uh, HEB, we'd love for you to sponsor us. We love HEB um, and Dr. Pepper. I, I will say I that. drove by it yesterday. So last night I met up with uh, my friend Colby. Uh, she wanted to take me out for my birthday. My birthday was Wednesday. So she it's her fake to, name though, right? Right. That's her middle name. That's the name I call her. But she wanted to take me out. So we went to a place that on the way was HEB. And I thought, well, I'm going to turn in and check the international food section. I go to turn the line down every aisle, just crazy backed up, nowhere to park. I'm like... Mm. Hit that another day. I was supposed to hit it on the way home, but I forgot. Nah, so so no spotted dick. No spotted dick. But, but you, you provided it. You provided our. What are we eating? I did. So oh, I found this earlier. So from what so, I can tell. So real quick, this was the text message I got from uh, from Holly today. I said, "Hey, did you get the the what are we eating? Because if not, I was going to go get I don't know ketchup Doritos or something." And she said, uh, "Yes, we need one piece of bread each with knives." And I'm like, "Oh, here we go." Okay, so this was in the section. I've never had it. It is called Marmite oh, yeast yeah. extract. Yeast they eat that in Australia, yes. I think, right? They eat Vegemite in Australia, oh, that's which is what, what is. I was looking yeah. for. The heck is Marmite? Like, what is it? What's Marmite, I don't know, but it says that you, I looked it up, I Googled it, and you put it on bread. Oh. And they eat it, I want to say in the UK, but it's vegan. So I got us some bread. So while you're getting that that prepped, um, oh, it stinks. Hmm, let me smell it. <laughs> what does it smell like? Uh, not good. <laughs> oh, it smells like old person. Uh, while you're getting that prepped, um, Riley, what are you uh, what are you doing right now? Like, what's what's going on in your life? Uh, I should be finishing my uh, bachelor's degree at Eastern Washington in, in December. Uh, I've been pounding that one out. I should be getting that uh, bachelor's degree finished in three years. Um, you didn't take the Holly plan nice. then. You, you did not do the Holly plan. No, nah, I didn't. Uh, I didn't want to be in school for uh, yeah, twelve years. You know what I'm saying? But my thing was, is I was getting paid to go to school by the GI Bill, so I treated it just like a job. And I was like, you know what? I'm uh, I'm just gonna work through the summers. I already did that before when I was on the ship. So I just baselined it out and just kept pounding away. And uh, that's awesome. Yeah, I should be there. Yeah. And then um, I want to get my master's degree. I'm uh, I just went to uh, the VA yesterday. Uh, to do my range of motion tests for my disability claim. And uh, through the Yellow Ribbon program, I believe that they will pay for your graduate degree as well. So uh, hopefully I can get my master's uh, free of charge. Uh, dude, that's awesome, man. Congratulations. And also, you know, thanks for serving. That was Oh, anytime. Uh, it was an honor serving for you guys. Man, that's great. We appreciate that. And we were definitely, uh, I know for us, we were praying for you every time, you know, being in the Ar or you were in the na Navy. Yes, sir. Correct? Yes, sir. Uh, out in Norfolk. Definitely. Uh, Praying for your safety all the time, man. So appreciate that. Yeah, anytime, um, and we'll anytime. talk. And we'll talk. We'll talk more about what you're doing and and everything. So let's let's try this. Okay, what are we go. eating? This um, is Marmite. And you can you can commentate if you want. This is uh, okay. Here we go. Definitely oh not to be confused with Nutella. Oh. You're gonna do it. Yeah. It and it kind of spreads. I mean, it could like, be. It spreads like a honey Nutella, so it could be. Kind of be Nutella. Okay, ready? Okay, ready. Ooh. All right. Marmite just, yeast. What did I say this was? Marmite yeast, yeast extract. extract. Okay, here we go. One, two, three. <laughs> I can't chew it. I can't oh. chew. Mm. What are you doing? You got to do the old plug your nose trick. You know what I mean? Oh, we had to... <laughs> who would who would want to eat this? The same people who eat beans for breakfast. I don't think they know what's going on over there. <laughs> oh. I would rather seaweed. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm happy I'm not in Dallas right now. You gotta eat it. No, oh, I can't eat the whole thing. Oh, I'm not thing. eating the whole thing. No. Oh. You took a tiny bite. <laughs> I ate half. 
Maybe that's a big bite for him. You know what I mean? <laughs> this is the worst thing I've ever tasted in my life. What is this? What's right, it 20 seconds. To? 20 oh. seconds. Can we drink now? Oh. Oh, well. Oh. I don't even know what it comes close to. Like, at first, I had like a barbecue, like a barbecue flavor. Oh. Right, this is, right, this is disgusting. Oh. I don't doubt it. I don't what? doubt it. Okay, you can go. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Are you just drinking water? I just have water. Oh, you need to get something. You want... Oh. oh. This is bad. This is... No more. Like, you're not in charge of this anymore. <laughs> wow. This makes me want to throw up. Do I need to get the throw up bowl? Oh, <laughs> the throw up bowl. That's too good. Oh. I thought for sure it was going to be like a... Maybe there was some sweet... a honey mix. Oh, my gosh. You were thinking something sweet was coming out of that smell? I don't know, man. I don't know what was happening. <laughs> oh, that's the worst. What is that thing called? Marmite. So Vegemite apparently is even worse. Oh, that's what I was looking for originally. Like it's making my eyes water. They love that Vegemite stuff down there, man. They, they eat that stuff like it's peanut butter. Listen, it's on my fingers and Daisy, the dog, won't even lick it. Yeah, I forgot to mention that. We have a second dog right now. Oh. We are. Uh, I can't. We are dog sitting. I was just prepping you, Holly. Like, look, I dog sit my neighbor's dog. So when I need a dog sitter. You're available. You got a neighbor whose dog you dog sit. Yeah, so we have you little Daisy here. She hangs. Yeah, that's my point. Oh. You can ask your neighbor. Yeah, she's hanging out here with me. She likes me the most, so she hates. Oh my Lulu. god, this is terrible. You got this a dog bad. named Lulu. I have a dog named Lulu. Ugh. That's funny. My mom has a cat named Lulu. It's too funny. Ugh. Kids named her Lulu Lemon. Oh. <laughs> that's Lululemon. That's that's her middle name is Lemon. Lulu Lemon. Oh. This I, this is not going to go away. I may hey, need Lulu, to go see Aunt Holly Ty. Naming y'all's animals super long names. I mean, I guess Lululemon's not that long compared to what was it, in Inspector Let's Von? See, we uh, had Inspector Phineas von Owens the third. Yeah. Then we had go. Frau Olga von Hunsen, and then we had Don Ciclope, Don Ciclope Luciano Diocio, and he's still alive. But we called Inspector Phineas von Owens Inspector. Uh, Olga von Hunsen was Frau. No, it was not Frau. Frau Farbisna was Oma, and then which Luciano one didn't have an eye? was Lucky. Lucky. I forgot one. That Lucky's still alive. He's still alive. My old roommate Elizabeth has him. Hey, he is he's lucky. lucky. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> jinx, jinx. He is lucky. Hey, this is terrible. Yeah, it's gross. Uh, it's still like it's like Riley, sitting there. Riley, you got to go get some, man. It's delicious. So, yeah, yeah. I'll try it out. I'll try it out mm. and uh, let y'all know. Hey, but it has carrot and onion juice. Carrot and onion juice concentrate. There you go. Carrot onion. Well, we're going to be healthy now. We are not going to be uh, sick. I didn't know you could juice an onion. Uh, this is like the nastiest. So, so you don't necessarily juice the onion. So you let the onion Ooh. sit in water. And then it just it's, oh, gets all its gotcha. stuff out. Same with that the carrots. You just let them. You let One the, of those crazy things that Val makes me do whenever I'm sick. You let the carrots and the onion sit in the water. And it I don't even have gum. What is happening? No more orbits. Oh, uh, no, I'm out. So gross. It's in my car, I think. Disgusting. I can't get this taste out of my mouth. All right. So toothpaste left over? <laughs> I do have some right here. No, man. That's some. Brought it in. Oh, I can't even right now. Okay. So by far, that's been the worst. Yeah. That's the worst thing I've ever tasted. I would okay, say I would much rate. rather eat the seaweed. Uh, I mean, what's the worst? Number, number one is Bluebell, Bluebell, Dr. Pepper float ice cream. That's number one. I don't know. No, I'm talking worst that. to best. Okay. So we had seaweed. We've had. That's it. Now we had the suja. <laughs> oh, sujas. So, so far, I'm going to say Marmite is the worst. Oh, that's that's the worst. Uh, seaweed and then, well, your suju was worse than mine. Suju, okay. I can't believe I'm going to share this, but that suju you gave me was a probiotic one. <laughs> Bro, 
I was in the bathroom the rest of the day. I had a date that night that I had to cancel because even I'm like, uh, I'm very regular. I drink coffee on a daily basis. And I'm like, how am I still pooping? It has been hours, hours. I had to cancel my date because I could not get out of the bathroom. So that's funny because mine was the digestive one and it didn't didn't affect me. Oh, but you oh, texted was, me. Oh, it was so bad. Ugh, so Marmite is number one, the worst. Oh, I don't I don't even know what that's going to do to my insides. Or my oh, poop. Yeast extract. Are you and supposed to eat it? Eat that on bread. Yes. I Googled it. You eat it on bread. We just have a plain have piece of bread. Have y'all heard of the, uh, I don't want to stay on this topic if y'all don't want to stay on this topic, but have y'all heard of like the, the, uh, the microbiota, uh, transplants, like the fecal transplants? No. No. Where Tell they take somebody, uh, so they basically, I'm no expert on it, right? So this is a, uh, just a summary on it. And if you want to look up into it, uh, you're more than welcome, but uh, somebody has like gastrointestinal problems. So they take uh, the poop from somebody who's healthy and has like a healthy uh, bacteria environment in their uh, large intestine. And they take the poop out and put it into uh, somebody else. So their microbiome, like the healthy poop can uh, like work its magic in somebody else's large intestine. I actually so like, have hey, heard yeah. of that. And I'm going to say, no, I'm not a proponent <laughs> of that. I don't want somebody else's poop in me. Yeah, I don't know. It that, that's right up your alley, Holly. <laughs> She, yeah, you know, you know what she's gonna, you know what she's gonna do, right? Like she's gonna like research the heck out of that. Oh now. yeah, yeah. We're gonna have a conversation on this now. Yeah. Okay, but no it more, says, uh... marmite has traditionally been eaten as a savory spread mm. on bread, toast, savory biscuits, or crackers. Mm. Um, it can be made into a savory hot drink <laughs> by adding one teaspoon to a mug of hot water. It's also commonly used to enrich casseroles and stews. It's often paired with cheese and turned into a cheese sandwich. Mm. And that in U- the UK, Starbucks offers a cheese and Marmite panini. Can you imagine? In the US or is that like a UK option? UK, UK. Yeah. So you can go over there and get a cheese and Marmite panini. Mm. All I know about the UK <laughs> is that they're not known for uh, their food. They're yeah. known for their drinks. <laughs> not so much their food. Oh, well, I know why. <laughs> yeah. That Marmite. That was terrible. It's probably yeah, hard to cook when you had a couple. That's disgusting. But hey, good job bringing the extra piece of bread in and not spreading it with Marmite <laughs> or whatever it's called so that it actually helped, actually. That did help. But, oh, that was bad. Okay. Oh, oh, jeez. Okay, so um, let's move on from Marmite. Yeah. Uh, Riley, what's the worst food you've ever tried? It had to have been on the on the ship. Uh, we had some. It had to have been mid rats, and that's that's why I got this tattoo right here uh, with the mid rat. His name is uh is that he's he's a tired rat with dragging a broom because all I did on the boat it seemed like was uh clean all hours of the day, but. Uh, it was it was pretty gnarly uh, what Midrats was. So when you work the night shift on the boat, your lunch is at midnight. And what it is is a combination of all the leftovers from lunch, dinner, mixed with scrambled eggs, and they slap it on your tray, and that's what you eat. Ooh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, and uh, I always uh, I always brought a, a, a can of uh, Tony's Creole seasoning with me, and I just <laughs> sprinkle that on everything, you know, and I'd go through the line, and the cooks would always be giving me crap. Like if you gotta if you gotta eat uh, if I gotta eat this crappy food you gotta eat it too and they take it out like please man take as much as you want man take as much as you want I, nobody should be eating this stuff man <laughs> and uh, yeah I just sprinkled enough on all my stuff to where it just tasted like Tony's instead of uh, mush yeah so, <laughs> yeah it was gross. pretty uh, pretty nasty stuff I remember this one time I got a chicken nugget and uh, I bent my fork on it how hard it was yeah, they uh, <laughs> they only got the best food on the boat and I got the best food on the boat but I guess you can't really be bacon when it's free so. No, uh, it wasn't a cruise ship style. Nah, no, no, no carnival cruises there. <laughs> Yo, those guys there, you know, there's people on those ships, man. They're cleaning all day. Like they're cleaning, they're painting there. It's crazy how yeah, many, they, like, you see, like, I mean, they have to, cause the ship never goes mm-hmm. in port. So they're just always cleaning yep. and always painting and fixing stuff. It's crazy. 
Yeah, and for the aircraft carriers, uh, their lifespan is about 50 years. So the halfway point would be 25, and that's when it gets refurbished. And I was on the, uh, the George Washington when it got refurbished because it was uh, commissioned in the early 90s. And then they sent me to the uh, Gerald R. Ford, which was the, uh, the newest supercarrier that the U.S. has uh, made. And that one compared to the G-Dub, uh, night and day difference, like the technological advancements that we had on that one. And it was neat because it even came down to like uh, your birthings had uh, scanners. So you would scan your cat car and it would open it up for you. So other people couldn't go into your birthings and mess around with your, your stuff, stuff and things like that. Yeah, it's a, it, was, nice. it was pretty neat. The, the newer ones was the better ones for sure. Cool, cool. That's awesome. So uh, Holly, fun fact of the day. Um, looks so, like, what's it about today? So a couple of weeks ago, we, you brought up at the end of the show, hey, next week we're going to talk about did we land on the moon? Well, we forgot that we were supposed to talk about that. I never remember what we talked about till I'm editing it. Yeah. And it's usually like eight days, like 10 days right. later. So then when you were editing that one, you texted me and you're like, shoot, we were supposed to talk about did we land on the moon? So immediately we have like a, a word doc or whatever that we just have like list of topics that we could bring up, but we don't, it's not scripted, but I wanted to make sure we didn't forget to talk about the moon. So I created today's and put did we land on the moon as one of the topics. And because of that, today's fun facts are going to be about the moon. Okay. So moon dust apparently smells like gunpowder. Hmm. And for those astronauts who did uh, expeditions to the moon and blah, 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 the moon dust actually caused a type of hay fever among them to where they had, you know, the sneezing, the coughing, all of that that you would get with hay fever. Um, they, the doctors attributed that to the moon dust and the moon has no protective covering. So during the day, temperatures reach uh, as high as 107 degrees Celsius, which I forgot to do my calculations to see what that would be in Fahrenheit. Here, I'll do it. Alexa, how much is 100 degrees Celsius in Fahrenheit? So Boiling. So, yeah. Ooh. So 107 degrees Celsius uh, during the day. And at night, it gets as cold as one negative 153 degrees Celsius. So I mean, speaking speaking of Celsius, so real quick, so 32 degrees Fahrenheit equals zero degrees Celsius, right? Mm Right. So does zero degrees Celsius plus zero degrees Celsius equals 64 degrees Fahrenheit? No, because I feel like it would just equal out at that point. I don't know what you just said. Because it's like a pound of feathers versus a pound of bricks, right? At that point. Aren't a pound of bricks heavier though in the end? I mean, if it's a pound and a pound. You can still lift a pound of feathers. Can you lift a pound of bricks? Yeah, I can lift a pound of bricks. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to see what you guys would say. So so let me say, so zero degrees Celsius plus zero degrees Celsius, does that equal 64 degrees Fahrenheit? I don't know. know. I feel like it just cancels out. It's like one of them weird math rules. Don't make us us look dumb on this show, bro. I'm just saying, I mean, 32 is equal to zero. So I mean, I guess, I don't know. Zero to zero. I feel like it's kind of like an algebra and dropping the numbers and just put, I mean, dropping the letters and putting the numbers in there. You know, A plus B equals 64. I suck at math, so same. I have a math learning disability, actually. So I'm gonna. So when you say that, when you say the moon has no covering, you're talking like atmosphere. Correct. Okay. So they call it no protective covering, and then we always see the same side of the moon because mm-hmm. of the almost equal rotation between the moon and the Earth. Um, and I mean, oceans. it would have to be it would have to be completely equal rotation, wouldn't it? Because if it was almost completely, at some point, the almost would start to move the moon, like you would start to see it. Different. Right. Like even if it was like it rotates at a minute faster, like at some point. I mean, at some point, I would assume, I guess you would see a little bit more, but the Earth spins, rotates faster than the moon, if I'm not mistaken. But it just says that we always see the same side. So, and that the ocean's tides are a direct result of the moon's gravitational pull. Mm -hmm. Hey, the last time anyone walked on the moon was 14 December, 1972. We haven't been back. We don't have the technology. The only country 
to ever land a manned shuttle on the moon was the U.S. However, the U.S., Russia, China, and Japan have all successfully landed unmanned aircraft. So, mm, we'll okay. about the moon landing there. Okay. Yay, moon landing. Because yeah, what's weird about me with the moon landing is like, I guess I guess you said unmanned, which kind of answers it, because I know that China landed on the moon for like the first time in 2013, which right. is weird to me because our first time was 1967. Well, 1972. Oh, no. Yeah, correct. Last time. They 1969. Did it was 1969. But here's my thing. I mean, do we want to discuss this now or do we want to get into this a little bit? I mean, you know, uh, 1960, we couldn't even make a rocket take off. And nine years later, we land on the moon. Right. right. I feel like it was kind of just more of a... Uh, you know, like the old We Can Do It posters with the woman and she's flexing. I feel like that's what it kind of was. It's to hype up America. You know what I mean? They're like, we're number one. We just landed on the moon. Russia can't do but that. They we? only send monkeys up there. You know what I mean? And we're like, well, we, all for it. We, we made it through everything. We made it through the, the, the Van Allen radiation belt. We made it through the asteroid belt. And we went to the moon. <laughs> yeah, even brought some Coca-Cola with us, too. And they say like, oh, sorry, I'm burping this marmite. <laughs> that... We don't have the technology, but I feel like isn't technology in 2023 a lot better than 1972 technology? Well, they, they lost technology? it. They say they lost the technology. They don't Which have it. Weird. So weird. they've not been able in 50 years to come up with technology. Oh, it's all first engineer it with the documents and the blueprints they had to engineer it. Here, here's my only here's here's the only thing. This is the argument, you know, and this is the argument dad gives us. And I know he's listening and he's not going to be happy with us that we're saying these things. But he he's like, I, I watched it. Okay, so and i'm like dude i've seen movies like i watch movies all the time bro i mean it happened the transformers look like they were straight up on the moon so there's this show there's a show and it's called it's a movie it's called and it's a b movie and it's pretty awful as far as like acting and filming but it's called operation avalanche i saw that one and it explains how the moon landing could have been faked and i was already iffy about do i believe that we landed on the moon because i'm like We've not been back since the early 70s as far as landing. Like, this doesn't make sense to me. Mm -hmm. And in that movie, what it is, is they talk about, they were trying to, they had so long based on the JFK, we're going to the moon speech to land on the moon. And so they got these, the so, some guys, I can't remember the whole thing. I haven't watched it in a minute, but they came up with this plan that they were going to film a moon landing, but it was only going to be a certain amount of people knew it. Like the people involved, blah, blah, blah. It was a CIA type of project. Right. They filmed the landing and it explains through everything. And in the end, I want to say there was maybe like, because it was the people who filmed it. They had to have like a couple people who created props. And in the end, everybody who watched it on TV and everybody who was in the, like the station control center, control center, they believed it happened because somehow right. they switched over the feed um, to show the movie of them landing on the moon, blah, blah, blah. And the CIA killed everybody involved in filming it. So nobody who no. remained alive or nobody who filmed the show remained alive. And if you take out all the witnesses, then everybody's going to believe it happened. It sounds crazy when you explain it. But when you watch the movie, it's like, wow, that actually. Yeah, you know, and that's the biggest thing. Sense. That's the biggest thing with dad is he, you know, he says it's too big of a thing to, to fake. And I'm like, yes, you've been, the only people that have to know are the few people that know that it's fake. Mm -hmm. yeah, you know, and then if you get rid of the people who know. I mean, except Buzz Aldrin and, and uh, Neil Armstrong are still alive. I mean, there's there's a price. Well, I, I, yeah, it's true too. And I feel like it's everybody like has a, a price. Yeah, and it's like that quote, you know, where it's like you tell yourself a lie so much it becomes a truth. It could be that. That's it. 
And it's not like the U.S. hasn't been deceiving everybody on other stuff, too. Because, I mean, even with the Boeing plant on the west side of Washington, in World War II, they created a fake neighborhood on top of it with, like, little little houses, little trees and stuff like that. So when Japan or whomever was flying over to, you know, do strategic bombings, they can't bomb neighborhoods because of civilians. So, you know, we kind of hide it in plain sight, you know, do the same thing, black and white, for the moon landing. It's like the the British, they had a, I think it was either the 12th or the 8th Army Brigade. And basically all it was was a bunch of artists who created like tanks and airplanes and all of this out of like cardboard and wood because they needed the enemy, you know, the Axis powers to believe that they had all of these tanks set up, hundreds and hundreds of tanks and all of these reinforcements so that when they would fly reconnaissance from the air, they looked real, Mm -hmm. but they weren't. They were the ghost army. Um, So yeah, man, I just don't know. I mean, I know dad is adamant that I watched it. This happened, but I just feel there's too many questions. Like how have we not gone back? Yeah, there's there's way too many questions Um, for me. And you know me, I, I, I'm conspiracy theory, conspiracy theory guy. And so I, you know, I've watched a ton of stuff. There's just little things, you know, little things that the average person may not look at or realize. And one of those things is, you know, like when the, you know, they have a picture of the lunar module, you know, on the moon and there's, and in order to land that thing, which by the way, Neil Armstrong never successfully landed any of them uh, when he was practiced here on earth. And, but yet he first shot, he got it done. Um, But it has a rocket to like, to slow it down. And there is no, rocket crater there's no dust on the feet of the of the module like you're gonna have dust um there is some not atmosphere but gravity on the moon there's there's gravity so that dust will come back down but there's just a ton of things like obviously the one that recently that i've been kind of looking at and and this is right now i have all those other things all the other things that people say well there's not this there's not that the flag waving you know all these little things that you can that you can look at but the one for me and i'd have to do some more research on this and holly i'm saying that so that you go do the research on this but you look at what is the spaceship made out of and then look at the the melting point of each of those things and then look at the the thermosphere and how hot it is and i just remember as a kid i'm like i even asked that question not that i was you know as a kid i wasn't like oh we didn't land on the moon i'm questioning this because i was you know eight but i remember asking like well how if it's so hot how did they like not melt as they came in and the answer was always like well it depends on the angle and the trajectory of the spaceship and you can go right, right through it but i'm like you know six thousand degrees is six thousand degrees like mm-hmm. what's the melting point of glass and of aluminum and all these things and how and you're gonna tell me and and i just read something on it the other day and they're like well it's it's hot but it's not like the molecules aren't all together and so it doesn't really melt stuff that way but i'm like hot is hot like i you know maybe that's just my like i'm on earth you know you know sitting in hot outside and you know i've seen things melt there's melting points of things i've seen things melt here like how can you get that rocket through six thousand degrees you know or whatever the thermosphere is i don't know maybe we need to find we need to become friends with like a uh rocket scientist rocket scientist we need to become friends with a rocket scientist and bring that rocket scientist on the show to explain it but i don't know that i'd still believe him anyway yeah, I guess. Kidding. I don't know. I just think it's too much. I feel like. Well, there's some out there. There's some out there that used to work for NASA and they're like, Dude, didn't go. there's no way. There's no way. Yeah, I just can't. I can't figure out how you can't figure out the technology. We can figure out AI. We can figure out how to cure diseases that don't have cures. We can do all of these things and we can't figure out how to get through the moon. I think it's because it's faked. I don't <laughs> think we went to the moon. Everybody involved in it is dead. All right. Raise your hand if you don't think we went to the moon. You know, I'm like, I'm like that. Okay, I so like you got, to believe. <laughs> you're still young, my friend. You're still young. Yeah. I like to you're believe young, it Padawan. too, but I, I, I just I like feel the like. Story. I like the story. I like, you know, when my kids are learning about it in school, hey, we went to the moon. I'm like, hey guys, like I straight up tell them, I'm like, hey, I don't believe we went to the moon. Uh, you can believe what you want. Do your own research. I don't believe it. And I'm not going to take the hype away. Like the cool, like, hey, we just learned we went to the moon. Like, oh, awesome. That's great. Yeah. You know, I'll be say like, yeah, we did 1969. I don't know if I believe it, but they say we did. And I'm not even like a conspiracy theorist, but I just don't. I just think that that's 
like if and nobody else has been able to figure it out yeah, russia exactly china well, and that's and like and that's what i was saying countries earlier countries that are on yeah like on the cusp of technology they can't figure this out mm-hmm. i don't know man i just think it's fake as i just think it's fake as fuck i don't think that we've gone i think it's a lie and everybody yeah, involved uh... is dead that's just the way i feel i don't know it just doesn't make sense to me something doesn't add up like one plus one is not equaling two yeah zero plus zero does not equal 64. there you go but that's i mean that's that's what i would say too you know like the the technology uh in the 60s 70s compared to what it was i mean even in 2013 with china going up there uh and even right now you know we're leaps and bounds ahead of what we were back then uh we got supercomputers in our pockets but we uh but i don't know we figured it out how to do it back then like it's just it's just a little weird it's just a little weird it, it is and there's so, like i know honestly like anything the government says like it's i take with a grain of salt like i don't oh, care who sure. it is i don't care if it's left side right side i don't believe because the government can you know i never saw the movie but there was a movie that came out wag the dog you know he had a he had to create this fake um this fake war right war. and that's that's kind of how i feel about a lot of things is we can we can create this fake thing and then it you know rah rah you know america we're better than everybody I else mean- weapons of mass destruction in iraq yeah. and we all bought it hook line and sinker it's it's just, just a fear mongering yeah. it's right. just they they take that they take that the emotions and they don't they try to get everybody to think emotionally rather than logically well and i think that's the thing too when you consider when the moon moon landing happened it was during mm-hmm. cold war time yeah and russia had sent somebody into space yeah you know now granted they didn't land but they were in space first and it's like but but space even then space is like when you talk about space, you haven't gone to the through the through the complete atmosphere right. of of the Earth. But which... they had sent it there, so now it's like we can't allow the Russians to come out on top because that means communism is better than democracy. Mm-hmm. And so now we have to say that we've landed on the moon. I just think that it's all too convenient. I just don't agree with it. I mean, yes. and I just can't. I can't. That doesn't make sense to me in my mind. And I'm a super analytical person. And I have read up both sides of it back and forth a million times. And in the end, I mean, I can remember the first time I said that to dad that I didn't think we landed on the moon. And he was upset. He's like, you sound like your brother. And I'm like, oh, who doesn't? Who else doesn't believe? And then like you and I talked about it. He's like, your little brother, he doesn't think we land on the moon either. And I'm like, oh, no, I totally don't think we did. 100% don't think we did. Like, and we haven't been back since 1972. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's like 51 the, uh... years and we haven't been back. Give me a break. Yeah, it sounded like a lot like uh, my dad can beat up your dad sort of situation. You know what I mean? With, with right. that, they're like, well, we went to space first. And I go, all right, okay, well, we went to the moon. Right. Yeah, because yeah. at the time, yeah. at the time, what else, what, was, what else was there? What was, you know, now it's Mars, right? Now we're, yeah, now right. we're on Mars. Sure. I'm like, okay. Do you think that's ever going to be colonized, Mars? <clears throat> no. I think Elon Musk, he's trying. Now, here's one. Here's one. I'm gonna, we're going to leave it at this. Okay, we got our thoughts out on the moon. But um, you should look into the flat Earth theories. You haven't. Those are interesting. Uh, I don't believe it. I'm not a flat earther at all. Flat earthers. I'm not a flat earther, but definitely look at it. Like I, I watch some of their stuff and I, and I have questions. I'm like, okay, if you're going to flat earth, how, how do you do this? And so I look it up and I research and they've got the theories, they've got their, their reasons and it's compelling. It's a compelling argument. And one of their arguments is, <clears throat> I'm not going to get into it. One of their arguments is, you know, we're on a, on a flat, you know, a flat plane and Antarctica is a ice wall around us and next door to us is Mars. So Mars isn't actually out in the So. The, the point is Elon Musk is working to get to Mars, which is I mean, over the ice wall. Is, he's not even like freaking gotten to 
the moon yet. Well, so how many times have his rockets blown up? Wait, which one had the penis rockets? That was Amazon, wasn't it? No, yeah, I thought I that was Austin. Awesome. Wasn't that Bezos? Evil. Wasn't that Bezos though? Look at that. Look it up. Bezos is uh. Doctor Evil had the penis penis spaceship. He did, but I think Bezos created it too. <laughs> Let's Hold see. On. Jeff Go ahead. Bezos. Uh, rocket. Oh, I mean, yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't look quite like Doctor Evil's, but uh, it's thing. missing missing two things on the bottom. But it was. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's Bezos's rocket. That's awesome. <laughs> well, if, if we could, if we could see it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. Okay, so we'll leave it there. But I, I would say, hey, look that up. Look up the, you know, if you want some some fun stuff, some interesting stuff, like look up the flat Earth theories because there's there's just a bunch of bunch of fun things. Like I like I said, I'm not that I'm not there. Um, I believe we live in a, a round sphere out in the space, but um, it's it's interesting stuff. So, anything else on the moon you wanted to discuss? I mean, we kind of. There's, there's a lot of compelling stuff either way. And we could talk about this for a long time. And, and honestly, like we brought Riley on to, to share some stuff with us. And we're, uh, f- you know, 45 minutes in already. Well, let's talk. Let's talk about Riley's <laughs> stuff. Yeah. So so real quick, Riley, um, you said you're going to school. I, I kind of hit on that. What's your concentration? It's entrepreneurship. It's, uh, I think it's BSB. Yeah. That's your, um, that's your kind of guy right there, Scotty. Yes, yeah, sir. I got the, uh, I know the majors and minors don't really matter once you're out, but I got the minor in communications and economics as well, doing it, doing it well for me, kind of making me real, uh, well-rounded, but I've had a lot of fun with my entrepreneurship, uh, side and those classes. I enjoy those ones a lot more. The professors are, uh, the, the whole, the whole environment of those classes is, is something I enjoy. It's, it's not strictly like grade test, you know, and then moving on it's it's how to share an idea how to talk to people how to uh just actually how to do things and that's and that's what i enjoy i enjoy learning something rather than uh learning how to do test material and so as part of that you had to am i am i correct in this you had to create a product or something to that effect yeah so uh for one of my first entrepreneurship classes when i was a freshman we had to come up with the product and um at the time my cousin jake was living up here and he was he was an avid hunter and we would go out for elk quite a, uh, quite a bit. And, uh, we, ne- we never, uh, we never got anything though. But, um, <laughs> the one thing I got from our, our hunts was, was the, uh, was the toothpaste idea because with elk hunting, it's a little bit different than Texas deer hunting where you sit in a stand all day drinking beer and, and hopefully waiting for something to come up. You have to go walk around and go chase these things down and look at their poop and their footprints and things like that. And you have this pack on you. And when I had this pack on me, it was stuffed to the brim. It, it just, it looked like an overfilled Christmas stocking. I went to open it up to change my shirt the next day. And I had all this goo all over my, my hunting shirts and it was my toothpaste. It had exploded mm. when we were walking. And now that my uh, hunting stuff smelt minty fresh, I wasn't really uh, much of a help in the, right. uh, the uh, they, tracking. They could of the smell animal. you. Oh yeah. And that's probably why we didn't find anything because you know, they smelt the, uh, the dentist walking around in the, in the, in the forest. <laughs> but I was just like, I was, I was a little irritated about it. And we went back to camp and I and, uh, went home and I was just sitting there stewing about it and thinking, I was just like, well, how could I make this better? You know? And, and I thought about uh, freeze dried because uh, of the Skittles, like the little freeze dried Skittles. And I was just like, well, I don't know how to do that. And then I did a little bit of research and I came across dehydrated toothpaste. So I portioned out my toothpaste into like little chocolate chips, basically dehydrated it and did some uh, other things to it that is secret. No, I'm joking, but uh I made it. I put it in the little Altoids tin because uh, I wanted something compact that would that would keep it, uh, you know, from spilling out everywhere. And the next time we went hunting, I was using it, and it worked. It worked great, and uh, I was I was pretty impressed with it. So I took the idea to my professors, and and they got stars in their eyes, which led me to believe I was onto something. And uh, my professor went to his wallet, took out three hundred bucks, handed it to me, and said, "Here's to get you started. I want 
uh, I want 10 prototypes by next week so you can bring them to class, give them to your classmates so they can test it and give you like authentic uh, consumer feedback. So I did that, got the, uh, the, the 10 toothpastes and the tins uh, made up and I gave them all each a week supply. So about 14 tablets. And then after I handed them out, another week went by and I get it all back. And the only complaint I had was that I didn't give them enough toothpaste that they wanted more. So, and it was, uh, it was, it was pretty neat. And then after that, I ever, every single entrepreneurship class I took, uh, after that, I would just recycle it and reuse it and develop it a little bit more. Um, and I had great teammates that would work on me and some with me on some classes and they pitched me ideas and, uh, it's just, it's just fun. And I've worked with Nathan a little bit on how to do my toothbrush. I had him cause he has a 3d printer out in Michigan. So I sent him some stuff and he Na- sent me back. Nathan's are, uh, just for the listeners, Nathan's your cousin, our, our yeah. nephew, another nephew, nephew of from ours. another sister. Yeah. The sample I gave you in Aunt Holly, you know, it comes in the little black box. The only thing I didn't give y'all was the, the sustainable zero waste uh, toothbrush, which is a bamboo interchangeable head, a stainless steel um, handle, and you could just screw it in easy like that. You could use it. And then when you are done using the head, you throw it out because it's just bamboo. Uh, so then it'll be biodegradable and there's no need to get rid of this because it's stainless steel and it fits just like that inside um with the with the toothpaste as well and i'm gonna have to develop this a little bit more so i can keep them separate from when the toothbrush is wet and what i liked about it as well is that you didn't need any water to brush your teeth you just pop in one of the tablets and uh, i showed aunt holly when i was in utah and it's, it's and i'm sure you guys use it as well but it's pretty simple to use uh it's activated by your own uh, saliva so you can brush it when you're on top of a mountain you can brush it when you're in a car and i was really marketing it towards uh hunters and backpackers and like the outdoorsy type people but uh, the more classes I took and the more people I worked with and the more samples I got out, uh, I gave it to some parents and they said that they really liked it because it was portion sized. And uh, they said that their kids were really messy in the bathroom when they were learning how to brush their teeth. Yeah. And uh, so in there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, thankfully, I haven't been yet. So but um, they 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 pop up. I was, when, I was talking uh, about myself. I was talking about oh, my kids. <laughs> talking about me. Gotcha. <laughs> And, uh, and yeah, I mean, it was just easy to use. And then I, I thought about uh, the military because when I was in the Navy, um, the only space you have is a coffin rack and it's not that big. I think it's like six feet by uh, three feet tall and you're in this box and the space is limited. So what better way to get one supply of toothpaste in a box this big rather than three tubes of toothpaste that you got to lug around. And the same thing with the Army and, and uh, Marines, they can put it in their pack. It's durable. You know, it's it's not going to it's not going to bust open. And then yeah. the Air Force guys, they can keep it in their in their top drawer of their desk or whatever, you know, brush your teeth <laughs> before their meetings. Uh, but right. but, right. Uh, but it just seems to be hitting a lot of bases that I didn't think that the doors were going to open to. And it just seems seems like my product is, uh, it's just a little bit time for a change. I feel like, you know, the, the paste has been around forever, you know, and, and maybe this will uh, make things a little bit more simpler for people, even for air travelers, you know, it doesn't have to abide by the 3.8 ounce rule for TSA because it's not a liquid. Um, and all your stuff is together with your toothbrush and your, your toothpaste. So you don't have to worry about your nail clippers, touching your bristles on your toothbrush and things like that. I mean, that that's one of my biggest pet peeves. I got I pack those things separate. Like the toothbrush is its own entity when I'm going. Yeah. And then the, the final thing too, um, for the backpackers and the hunters is I could make the, tooth, uh, the toothpaste scent free. So when you're out in bear country or cougar country or wherever where uh, that matters, where you don't want to attract uh, predators, uh, you use the scent-free stuff, so you're good to go. You know, you don't smell like mint, and they don't smell uh, something foodie. You know, they're not attracted to your base camp because you're spitting your toothpaste out right next to your uh, your tent. That's a, that's awesome. So, what? Uh, how far are you away from like becoming a gazillionaire? Uh, 
I don't know, man. I have no idea. I think about it at times. And uh, yeah, I feel like that's just kind of how it goes. You know, you don't really realize how far you are until you walk through that door for sure. Um, I do have a website up that uh, I made last class, but I need to tweak that a little bit more because it took the uh, the web address of an older thing I was doing uh, when I was in the Navy. It, it's like dirty goat performance instead of tactical <laughs> toothpaste. So I, I don't want to be, I don't want to be doing that one. Yeah, dirty so I have goat, to tweak I that. Yeah, that, that was a, uh, that one was fun, but I was just trying to learn the marketing for that one. But uh, I mean, I got it, it might not be on. bad. Like, hey, you know, get dirty goat toothpaste. I mean, kind I of mean, yeah, I mean that too, is yeah. true because goats do eat anything. So maybe dirty goat toothpaste. I mean, it could be. Dirty goat toothpaste. Yeah. There you and, go, and, uh, I just need 50%. 50%. Yeah, I got you. Just <laughs> but yeah, I would say I'm pretty close. The, the, the biggest issue I would say that I'm running into is just funding and, and time. You know, I'm I'm the sole person on it. Um, and I'm I, I work full time at... Uh, I'm this guy's personal assistant and I, I run his lumber yard with him. Um, so that takes up a lot of my time. And then school takes up a lot of my time. And then my own little family with my fiance and two dogs. So it's just, I, I kind of spread thin and it's, yeah. uh, it's hard to concentrate on one thing, but it definitely helps when I can work on it in class. You know, it's, it's a designated time for me to continue to move. And I've, I've done a lot of things, you know, I, I did uh, the surveys for the customers and I've had the feedback. I've done the research and development. I've done, I've reached out to, uh, some suppliers out in uh, China to do a, a white label product because I don't have enough money to create an own factory. And, yeah. uh, you know, and if I'm getting so a, uh, go ahead. Let me interrupt you real quick, Riley. So speaking of money, how much money do you think that you would need invested to get this going and going? Like this isn't- To get it up and running and for it to be successful. And I would say to get rid of a lot of the, the hiccups. I've done research on that. And we we worked with a program called EZEC, which is really cool. Um, if you're interested in opening up a business, it, it walks you through step-by-step step everything. And it, it has everything that you thought. It makes sure that you don't overlook anything. And when we calculated it, we were about $32,000 is what we would need to get everything up. Because I would need the supply and uh, just ways to do the shipping and, and to just iron out some some uh, some wrinkles with it. But And that and I think that's just below the average because I believe the average for a startup is $40,000. Uh, so, I mean... I'm eight below the average, which which I feel like is a, a pretty good place to be, especially when you're wanting to start up. So, so do you have a business plan written that shows all of this and lays it all out? Yes, not on me currently. It's it's in the files in my computer because that's what we were doing with the uh, EZEC program. Is you go, you create the business model and and uh, you kind of walk through that, and then it comes to uh, a business plan, and you have all your uh, other figures and steps just kind of tied into that. So I do have I do have it written up and I am open to um, suggestions and, and help for sure, because this is my first time doing anything like this. So I'm kind of navigating these waters by myself. Uh, and it's it's just kind of intimidating for sure, you know, behind the behind the wheel of this thing. And, and you're going through uh, not knowing what the uh, correct step is. You know, my so. thought is, though, is that your uncle sitting here. He, uh... I'm, I'm intrigued. I'll tell you. I'll tell you right now, I'm intrigued. intrigued and I know he's yeah. got buddies who were going to be intrigued when he discusses this with them. And I don't know if you know, but your uncle lives in a bougie part of Texas. Yeah, Dallas. He's got bougie <laughs> friends. So they may be your, uh, they may be your group. So I was asking yeah. about a business plan because if you get that business plan over to uncle Scott, he may be able to get you some investors. For yeah, sure. I mean, I'll, um, I'll look, I'll look into that and I'll make sure that it's, uh, tights up clean and neat before I send it over. Yeah, I, I am, uh, I am intrigued for sure. Um, we will definitely talk more uh, off air here, sure. but um, and my line is always a, open. Yeah, I just got your phone number, by the way. 
Oh, um, I have I have two other phone numbers for you, but they're <laughs> obviously not correct. You said something that as an entrepreneur myself and as somebody who's who started a business, you you know, it's like, what's the next step? How do I, how do I, you know, am I taking the right step? Here's the thing, man. The only advice I can give you is is really there is no next step. There is no right step. It's just you do, you know. And as I look back on on what I've done to to start business, my business and helping my kids start their own businesses and doing those things is the biggest thing is just doing, you know, and and you don't know the outcome, you don't know the end, the end game. Realistically, when I look at where I'm at today, 15 years after starting my business, um, I'd never imagined I would be where I'm at. I mean, even even just me and Holly right now doing this podcast, like we just did, you know, like we could have mm-hmm. talked about it for, you know, forever and and gone around and hey, what are we going to talk about? You know, we just showed up one day and said, hey, we're going to record. We went and bought a couple of things. We, you know, as I look back, people are saying, you know, I can't believe you were willing to take that risk, take the risk you did. And and for me, it wasn't at the time, it didn't feel like a risk, like, oh, I'm going to quit my job where I make pretty good money to start this business that I don't even know if it's going to work to the average world. That's like a huge risk. And I've talked to Holly about that extensively. And she's like, I'm not willing to do that. And I'm too practical. And I talked to a guy yesterday. I was just talking to a friend of mine yesterday and he's like, you know, I was talking about business and he was talking about, you know, he and his wife do very well. Um, they both work. They both have jobs. He's like, the one thing that's killing me is taxes. And he's like, I know that if I had a business, I could, it would be different. And he's like, but I just love that my paycheck's going to come in every week and I don't have to worry about it. And mm-hmm. that's, the mentality of most people, which is fine. I have nothing wrong with that. Um, but there's a few of us in this world that are willing to take some of those risks that, you know, luckily I have a wife who um, kind of keeps me grounded because there are times, I mean, like I'd have 85 businesses if, if she wasn't like, Hey, let's, <laughs> let's rethink that. Um, you know? And so dude, this, uh, this awesome, it's an awesome idea. It's an awesome product. I think that, uh, yeah, we'll talk more, man. Um, about, you know, For Holly sure. told me a little bit about it. I've got my, got mine here. I think that uh, you're closer than you think you are. Yeah. You've got the product. Um, you've got the idea. You've got what you need. Now it's just how do we how do we distribute it? And sure. the, big, the biggest thing is you just simply do it. You know mm-hmm. how do I distribute it? Am I you know what's crazy is I know a guy who all he does he's built a business on helping companies on that that sell through Amazon like become number one. That's what interesting. He he's a good yeah, friend of mine. So that was my biggest issue because Dirty Goat was uh <clears throat> it was kind of like an off road club or, and I sold like little shirts and stickers, but that was my biggest, uh, issue was, was the distribution of the products. And that would eat up all my costs was the the shipping. Cause I was paying that all out of pocket because right. you know, that's, that's kind of like the main, uh, cutoff point for some people. If it doesn't have a free shipping, they, they just, they're going to find something else. Right. And so, and that's my biggest issue would just be the distribution and how to navigate that and get it out. Because like you said, I mean, I do have the product that I, I know how to make it. I have a general idea of where I want to go and what other products I want to bring on. Um, because I want to be a zero waste or sustainable oral hygiene company, you know, right. to where plastic tubes don't end up in landfills, plastic toothbrushes don't end up in landfills and the, the floss and it, it can go on and on because it's all just plastic, you know. And I feel like if if I could uh, just get rid of that for a little bit, like all just the uh, the one use plastic waste, I, I just feel like it would just be a little bit better because should we got over 7 billion people in the world, each one of them got to brush their teeth. And if every single one of them is throwing away a plastic toothbrush a month, that's just, that's just a lot of garbage floating change, in the ocean. You change your toothbrush once a month? Well, I change out the- I'm like dad. About, I'm like dad. You remember dad's toothbrushes and they would be like, well used, that's me. I'm like- how much longer can I use this toothbrush? I my, use my the little, fake uh, electric ones. So they're not the expensive electric ones. They're the ones that are like eight bucks and it works for <laughs> the battery lasts a month and then you got to get a new one. That's the I other got, reason mine gets changed every month. <laughs> I got the uh, the Sonicare toothbrush. So it it, uh, it it beeps at me. It lets me know when it changes it up. I got so, you. So it's, it's about it's about once a month for sure. And uh, 
Cause I used to be like, I used to be like that to where I would, I would uh, change the toothbrush once the bristles were uh, kind of like that. Yeah, that's, how, that's me. Yeah. That's, that's me. That's great. That's how, you know, that's what grandma <laughs> taught me. So, well, dude, I think it's awesome. I think it's a, a great idea. I would have never thought of something like that. Um, I've used it. I've used the product. I'm not going to say I use it every time because I kind of mm-hmm. like holding on to them. I was waiting to, to really talk to you about it. And I wanted to have some here, um, For sure. but it's, it's pretty cool. Little product, legit, and, man. Yeah. Thank it's you. awesome. Thank you. I've used it and it was definitely, I was a little skeptical. I'll say, even when you showed it me, I was like, I just don't know how good this is going to work. And yeah. then I used it several times. I was, I was like, like brushing my teeth, man, it's mm-hmm. great. And yeah. I brush, I'll say though, for like, I'm one of those weirdos. I have OCD about something. So 14 days was like a week for me or 14 tablets. I'd have to be mm-hmm. one of those who order a lot because I brush my teeth a lot, but. Yeah, and that's what I was thinking about doing would be, uh, would be a four month supply. So, and then you could you could order it or set up a subscription base to where it just delivers to your door. Yeah. And uh, we, we got the- Subscription uh, models are one of the best. Yeah, and then we could have the zero waste uh, packaging or recyclable packaging, and it just delivers you the heads and the toothpaste because you already have the tin, so there would be no need to, to, to re-deliver a tin every time. And I think that's just kind of the way to go because if you have it set up to where you know how many times you brush your teeth and how well, like how fast you go through right. the product, um, I think a four-month supply is good enough because then you're not bombarded with a half-year supply, but you're also not skimping yourself with, with only a month. So right. I'll tell you what, man, I have some uh, Dollar Shave. I have Dollar Shave Club razors coming out of my freaking ears, man. So oh, yeah, you got too many subscription, that. subscription <laughs> works. Subscriptions work. That it does. Dude, that's yeah, awesome. I, All right. I was just going to say, man, this is, this sounds great. I'm definitely going to push this podcast to, uh, to some friends of mine and, and hopefully get some, some meetings set up and, and things, things going and, and we'll talk more offline, but I think you got something, man. Like, you know, Holly told me about it and she just kind of mentioned hunting and, and hunters. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, but I mean, you mentioned anywhere, there's somebody on the go, Holly on the go, always, always brushing her teeth. I, I think I'll you got in you, trouble. I, I think you got in trouble from your dentist for brushing too much. I did. Yeah, over brushing, I actually, yeah. I did. I went to the dentist and he was like, you've got brush marks on your teeth, like your gums. He's like, you need to, how many times do you brush your teeth? And I'll say at the time it was, it was a lot. Like I was, I don't know where it comes from this little OCD that I have, but it was, uh, I was probably brushing my teeth like 10 to 20 times a day. Jeez. He was like, you need to cut back. So now I probably do it maybe five to 10 times a day. <laughs> it's hard. Cause and then it's weird. You too, brush, I brush five it. to 10 times a day. Yeah. I'll wake oh, up in the morning. Gosh. I brush. And so here's the weird thing. I have to brush my teeth before I have coffee because I need to have that minty flavor in my mouth before I drink my coffee. It's weird, but it's just because, and then after I drink coffee, I have to brush my teeth. There's just so many random things. And then, yeah, I brush them quite a bit. Anytime I eat something, I brush my teeth immediately after. So yeah. You gotta swish around some water. So Holly will be your, your number one subscriber. Number one customer for sure. Don't you uh, count the shrinks for your, deodorant i used to yes yes i do count the starts <laughs> for my deodorant they have to be even so yes and uh, you know and i've tried before in the past where i've been like okay i'm not gonna it's not even and it's fine so it'll be like 10 strokes eight strokes and then i'll be done and then it's like literally like 10 minutes later i have to go on and do two strokes on this arm oh, I, did. I can't do it it's like gotta Damn be the them. same amount it's gotta be even number it I'll either what, has though. to end on a five or an even number i can never end on an odd number it's too funny. Which is funny because my favorite number is seven. So I don't know how this all works out. Oh, mine too. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I I still use your your, uh, your dollar method though. You know what I mean? Uh, to uh, talk myself into purchasing something. I'll be like, well, I, well I use a pair of shoes 60 times. Like, yeah. That's now I got I 40 pairs of vans that I never even That's wore. it. Same. I justify oh, everything guys. by the dollar amount. So if something costs $100, I'm like, will I use this product 100 <laughs> times? And if I know for a fact I will use that product, then I'm like, okay, I can spend that money. So there you go. That's how I uh, That's how I taught all you boys growing up. That's how you do it. 
Will I drink this Starbucks drink 20 times? There you go. <laughs> and that's awesome. Well, hey, uh, Riley, it's been, it's been fun to have you on here. Um, it's been fun being here. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah. I look forward to, to talking with you more about this. Um, but we're going to, we're going to go ahead and wrap up the show today. I oh. do have to say one more thing oh, okay. before we wrap. Right. I have some news. Oh, uh oh. I applied for grad school yesterday. Oh, my gosh. Because I'm getting Didn't you already have, like, haven't you already done grad school? I have. I have an MBA. But, oh. you know, I've Your just been Student bored. loans are due, aren't they? Yes. Student loans <laughs> are coming due in October. And they're a lot. They're 1500 bucks a month if I don't go back Jeez. to school. And so I'm like, you know what? I love to learn. Knowledge and I'm bored. That's it. And this will take up some of my time. Dating's oh. not doing so hot for me. So I figured I'm just going to be busy. So I started the certification course to start serving papers. So I'll be doing that and I'll be going to grad school. And I was looking into law school, even though I have no interest in that. I thought that would be a good thing to get into and have knowledge on. But the ABA, so the American Bar Association, there are no 100% online accredited law degrees. So I can't do it online and I can't go sit in a class. So I've decided to go into something that interests me and that I love to learn about and is one of my favorite topics. So I am going to be getting a master's of Homeland Security with an emphasis in counterterrorism. I don't know what I'll do with that. I don't really care what I'm going to do with that. I just can't write. I can't wait to write the papers. This is my most excited. Like, I'm so excited (laughs) to write these papers. Nerd, 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 (laughs) nerd. Oh, awesome. Holly is back in school. Well, you apply. <laughs> Hopefully I've applied, but I applied to Penn States where I got my, they have one of the best online security programs where I got my undergrad from. I feel like it'll be good. I feel like I'll get accepted, but I'll keep you guys updated. So Riley said, oh. I took the no plan, the no, no college route. Riley's like, Hey, I did it in three and maybe four. And Holly's like, Hey, I'm 30 years in. Doing it in 30, 30 years. 30 in. Years in. I, I'll be honest with you. The, one of the main reasons why I did go to school is because it was for free. I'll be honest yeah. with you. That's, I wish mine was not? for free. <laughs> why not? Why not? Knowing that I have these student loans coming due and it's $1,500. Here's Holly's plan. Here's Holly's plan. I have these student loans coming due. As long as I'm in school, I don't have to pay them. I will oh. go to school the rest of my life till the day I die oh. and never have paid back anything. Here's the thing. I, tell the student loans I hate involved. paying. I hate paying money to the government. They already get enough out of me in taxes mm-hmm. that I feel like, you know what? Forget it. So when I'm done with this degree, I might go to law school, but I'm going to get a different degree, whatever it is. I'll wow. be in funny. Cheating That's the great. system. So. That's great. There you go. Well, we'll talk about this next time, Holly. Uh, so chances are we probably won't. Um, <laughs> we'll forget. Uh, Dad got pretty slapped yesterday. Um, he fell out of the bed of a truck. Yeah. It's always the trucks, too, that he's falling out of. Always. And my, you know, remember, he's 79. So. Tow trucks, pickup trucks. Here we uh, go. Yeah. And, and Chad, it's it's actually Chad's truck. And my dad had and dad had, And he was sweeping it out and fell over. And so he fell out of the truck about four feet. Yeah. Went to the hospital. Um, we're not we're not able to laugh at it yet, but he did go to the hospital. He, checked, he didn't break anything. He's in good spirits. He's he's doing good. So we know Dad's listening. So uh, prayers up for you, old man. And uh, I told him straight up, like you know, because Dad he, he works with us in our processing business. And I said, hey, and you, and you we're creating a contract, and in your contract it says you cannot be more than six inches off the ground. <laughs> Period. Like you can't. I feel like that's like, a you good can't. clause. And if, if he gets, if he falls out of a truck again, it's over. Canceling the it contract. You so, got to have a safety harness on at all times. Yes. So uh, old man, come on, stay out of the, stay out of the pickup trucks. And and what's funny is Holly, you're like, you knew it was going to happen. Like you knew when you walked up into that truck bed that you were going to fall out. You knew. You had to well, have known. Like it's like any project we start, we know when we start a project, we're not finishing it. But against all odds, we think this time is going to be different. But deep down, we know it's not. It's never going to be different. 
I still have a torn apart um, go kart in the garage, <laughs> by the way. Still torn apart from weeks ago. Mm-hmm. You know, you All get around right, to well. it. It just hasn't rained enough yet. <laughs> so that's true. So, guys, if you can, uh, on a serious note, definitely uh, pray for some healing for my dad. He's uh, he is banged up pretty good. He's he's not said he's feeling a little better today. Just happened last night, but um, he uh, he definitely had another Pritchard moment. And so for me, I've got to be careful uh, when I'm in the bed of my truck. So I definitely don't want to fall out, which I've almost done. Just put the tailgate down and drive, and then you don't got to sweep it. Good point. I'm like, why are we trying to sweep a bed of a truck anyway? Yeah, get on the highway. It'll all come out. Anyways, Riley, thanks for being on with us. I'm excited to talk to you more. Um, And uh, we will wrap this up, and we will see you guys uh, next show. Thanks for being here. Uh, All right, see you. Thanks for having me. Hey, what's up, my channel? Please hit the drop, drop a like, and hit the subscribe button. Looking for my first subscriber. Can't spread myself. Can't do that for some reason. I don't know why. Wish you could.